This episode of Give Em The Bird podcast is brought to you by my online group coaching program, GTB Academy. If you're ready to break away from weight-centric wellness, reconnect with your body, make peace with food, and find movement you enjoy, learn more at gtbcoaching.com slash gtbacademy. That's gtbcoaching.com slash gtbacademy. What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Em The Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Give Em The Bird Podcast. My name is Haley, aka Bird. I'm a weight-neutral health coach and certified intuitive eating counselor. And on today's episode, we are talking about gym intimidation. I wanted to say that like in a really dark, deep voice, like gym intimidation. I don't know. It just felt right. Or gym intimidation, this feeling of being intimidated by the gym. Now, in my experience, this is one of the top barriers to getting to the gym for a lot of people. This feeling of like feeling nervous and intimidated and anxious for whatever reason. Oftentimes it's because if you're like a new a new gym goer, you've never been to the gym, that can be anxiety provoking. Or even if you have been somebody going to the gym, you might be intimidated by the fact that you are going to be using new equipment. Um, this happens a lot with um, students that I work with who have been strength training, maybe using like dumbbells or um, kettlebells or strength machines, but all of a sudden they want to use the barbells and the barbells are in a different part of the gym and barbells are typically looked at as like an advanced piece of equipment. So all of a sudden they get nervous, right? And especially in the gym that I work at, the first floor is where all the barbells are and they're just like lined up in a row, the squat racks. And a lot of the students feel that are either new to weightlifting or like new to using that piece of equipment, new to barbells, they feel so intimidated by this first floor lifting area because I hear a lot of phrases like that's the bro zone or that's where all the gym sharks hang out. Um, typically, again, like these, the people wearing, you know, clothes that are revealing show their muscles. You find them on this floor and at the gym that I work out that I work at and um, there's a lot of this perception of gym egos, right? This ego of like, I'm bigger, I'm better, I'm tougher, like I'm hot shit. Whether it's real or whether it's perceived, it can still be extremely intimidating. <laughs> so that ego oftentimes makes us intimidated. Um, we also might just have like general anxiety associated with being in a new place. So regardless of whether it's going to the gym or going to a new grocery store, we feel intimidated and anxious. And that might be why someone is feeling that way going to the new gym. But regardless, this feeling of intimidation, it's so common. And while it's primar I primarily see it with people that are new to a public gym setting, it can be for anyone. Like even I know if I go to a new gym, I get anxious. 
but I am also just naturally anxious. Um, but just keep in mind, this can be for anyone, but especially new people. Um, I hear a lot of trainers that try to combat this idea of gym intimidation by saying like, no one is looking at you. Don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Everyone is so like caught up with themselves, caught up in their workout, thinking about themselves, blah, blah. They're not paying any attention to you. And yes, that is true. I can confirm. Um, But then you get on your phone and you see all these like, memes and reels about I remember when it was my first time at the gym and whether or not they are legitimate or they are staged it can make people who are new to the gym feel even more intimidated because they're like I don't want someone to whip out a phone and record me doing something if I'm doing it wrong right so as much as I would love to say no one is looking at you don't worry about it just do your thing I don't think that that helps a whole lot for a lot of people. And so I wanted to provide you with some tangible tips, things to consider um, before going to the gym or when you're getting there. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Um, I wanna start out by saying that, keep in mind that yes, the gym is for everyone. And I want anyone and everyone to feel comfortable in the gym setting. Again, I absolutely understand though why people don't. And as much as I want to get people into a public gym setting, because I think there's a lot of benefits to it, um, for one, more equipment, the socialization impact of it, uh, so many different things. I also think that some people do feel more comfortable working out at home before getting to a gym setting. And I think this can make sense for a lot of reasons. For one, it might be safer to start with body weight for you and your body, depending upon maybe injury history or, um, you know, just experience level, what you feel comfortable with, right? And two, working at home can save a lot of money. (laughs) So keep in mind that, yes, I want you to go to a public gym. I want you to feel comfortable and I want you to feel welcome and safe at a public gym, even though I know it's not a welcoming, safe and comfortable environment for everyone. Um, I also want to... I want you to have autonomy over where you get started. And I don't think that, I don't want you to think that you have to go to the gym. If you're new to working out, you don't have to be at a gym. Working out at home might be a better option for you, okay? Now, if you are going to work out in a gym setting, my first and most important tip is to get freaking comfortable. So number one, get comfortable with clothing. If possible, try to find something to wear that is comfortable for you. And I personally think that looks like a balance of feeling comfortable in like in the way that you feel. So physically, how do I feel on this? And in the way that you look. And I want to explain that a little bit um, because I know some of you are like, what the hell? This is weight neutral. This is body image. This is non-diet. And I know a lot of people don't like to talk about like, you know, the way that we look. But again, Just like it's very easy for me to say, don't be nervous, no one's looking at you, don't worry about it. I think it's also very kind of like a cop-out or very easy for people to say, just love the body that you're in and rock it. But this is GTB and I am Bird and we are being real here and body love or self-love or body positivity isn't always accessible for folks. It's not always my go-to. In fact, my go-to is more like body neutrality and body acceptance and being fucking real. (laughs) So 
what does this balance of comfort with the way I look and comfort with the way that I feel? Definitely prioritizing the way that I feel. Um, that might be wearing a tight crop top and biker shorts because you want, you feel good about your body when you're wearing that. Or it might be wearing a baggy t-shirt and biker shorts, which is totally in right now. This is, I love it. Like I'm literally wearing that right now, though my shirt's not super baggy, but I love this look. Um, it could also be wearing like a tank top and leggings. Um, there's so many options. And you can also think about like, if you don't want a bunch of eyes to be on you, what's something that I can wear that just helps me kind of fit in, right? And again, I would love to say, no, you deserve to be seen, like show that body, get a girl. But also I understand you and we are approaching body, we are approaching this from a body acceptance, body neutrality, body respect standpoint. So find something that you feel physically comfortable in, keeping in mind what are you going to be doing if you're going to be squatting, um, you might wanna test out the leggings or the shorts to make sure they're not see-through. Um, if you're going to be like pressing overhead, you might wanna make sure that if you do wear more of a crop top that it's not gonna come up so high that you feel uncomfortable. Um, keep in mind that you absolutely can wear some somewhat see-through pants and a crop top that like shows your bra when you reach up overhead. Absolutely okay with that. But again, things to keep in mind, like I don't, I want you to select clothing that is going to make you think about your body the least. What can you be most comfortable in and what is going to help you think about your body the least? Even though we are going to be in a body-centric environment, the Z gym, right? Unfortunately, I love, I wish I could say it was like a mental health focus <laughs> space, but we're not at that point in our society yet and I understand that. Um, so first and foremost, what can I wear that is going to help me feel my most comfortable and think about my body the least, okay? Number two, I think it can be really helpful to have some sort of game plan and also a backup plan going in. I often hear from folks that when they go to the gym without a plan, they experience this like paralysis by analysis, right? Where there are so many options and they can't decide what to do. So they often end up like scrolling on their phone, on Instagram, like looking for a workout or like walking around aimlessly, which oftentimes makes them more self-conscious because they're like, oh my gosh, is that person gonna know that I walked by their treadmill four times? Or is the front desk staff watching me because they are suspicious? Like, you know, we just get in our heads a little bit, right? So knowing what you're going to do ahead of time can be super helpful. Now, this game plan can look a zillion and a half different ways. Um, so to give you some ideas, maybe you find, if you're wanting to get started with strength training, maybe you find like a free lifting program online. Those do exist. If you need resources, let a girl know. I can send some to you. Not not from me. I didn't write them, but like ones that already exist online. Um, or maybe it is like a strength workout that you found on Instagram and you saved it and you're gonna go back to it, right? Like you planned ahead. Um, or maybe you are at the point where you feel comfortable like diving in and purchasing a program. Again, if you need suggestions, please let me know. No, this is not a sales pitch for anything that I have, <laughs> but there are people online who um, offer beginner level strength programs and I would love to shout them out. So if that's something you're looking for, let me know. Um, so that, that could kind of be what a plan looks like, whether it's, you know, finding a free program or just finding a free workout online or diving in and purchasing a program, all of those work. 
if you are brand new to exercise and the gym setting, I often recommend doing whatever feels most comfortable and least anxiety provoking for you, right? So that is kind of echoing that first point that I had about get comfortable. What movement, what workout is going to be the most comfortable and least anxiety provoking for you? For a lot of people, this often looks like just walking on the track or hopping on a piece of cardio equipment. Now, me, myself, and I, of course, you all probably know, I would much rather have you lifting weights than hopping on a cardio machine or walking on a treadmill. But typically, especially for new people that are new to the gym, lifting weights is a much more intimidating thing than walking on a treadmill, right? And part of what is so intimidating about a, about a gym in general is lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge about the environment, lack of knowledge about the equipment available, right? Just general lack of knowledge. Just like gym intimidation is a barrier to accessing the gym, knowledge can lead to gym intimidation, right? Just not knowing is a huge barrier. And so by starting out by just going and doing anything, I definitely think it's better than nothing. Um, even if that means just going and literally walking on the track. I have had some students who were so nervous by the gym, like the first, their first goal or like action item was to just come to the space and buy a smoothie, <laughs> right? Like it's almost kind of like that exposure therapy. We're, we're going into the setting and little by little, we get a little bit more comfortable with it, right? Um, I also am lucky that I get to walk people around the gym and they can like try out equipment with me and I luckily make them, I hope I make them feel very safe. Um, so keep that in mind that yes, I, I want you to hop on that strength equipment. Like I want you to get a barbell in your hands. You go girl, you can do this. The gym is for everybody. And we're being realistic here. So what is the least anxiety provoking? What's going to help you feel most comfortable? What's the easiest, like lowest entry, lowest barrier entry point, right? And stick with that. A third thing that might be helpful is to have some sort of workout buddy or workout partner. So this could be someone who is like on the same level as you, i.e. you're new together and it's kind of like, I don't freaking know what I'm doing either. Like, let's just go together. Even again, if it's just to walk on the track or hop on the elliptical, um, you could also find somebody that has a little bit more experience than you. And if that, if it's somebody that you feel comfortable with, I think that can be really good too because that can, you know, it, they might push you a little bit or it's kind of like, oh, they know what they're doing. So people are just gonna assume that I knew what I'm doing, right? Um, so finding some sort of workout buddy or workout partner. I also think just in general, we, when we look at the benefits of working out with other people, um, yes, a lot of people prefer working out alone. It's kind of like their, their alone time, whatever. But there are a lot of benefits to getting active in a social setting or getting active with other people. So See, you know, again, get comfortable, somebody that you feel comfortable with, somebody that you enjoy spending time with, um, could be somebody on the same level as you, or maybe somebody that has a little bit more experience. Kind of along these same lines, um, if, again, you are going into a public gym space, see if that gym offers some sort of like free intro session, maybe with a trainer or even with like management or something like that. A lot of times gyms will have like a three trial package with a personal trainer. And this can be a really good opportunity just to kind of get the lay of the land and ask more about 
you know, what is gym etiquette like here? Or what do most people do? Um, it can be a really great opportunity to guess, like learn more about specific equipment, like get comfortable with equipment that you don't feel yet comfortable with. Um, but it can also just be like a good opportunity to try out a bunch of different things. And any good trainer, if this is offered, or um, again, management, whoever it is that might offer this type of intro session, they will be accommodating to to what you're looking for. And they probably already have this sort of thing in the back of their mind. Like they hopefully would ask you, have you ever worked out at a gym before? Have you ever worked with a trainer before? Um, and if you say no, again, hopefully that's going to cue them that just introducing you to the gym and the different pieces of equipment is going to be a really great first step. I know that sometimes these packages are cringy because it's a really easy way to try to get you to like spend more money at the gym. Totally understand that. Um, but keep in mind that if they offer this like discounted or free trial opportunity, you can absolutely say no to working further with, with a trainer. Um, you might also look into if they don't have some sort of package just to see if um, they sell, if personal trainers there, if there are personal trainers there, I guess, if they sell like single sessions because it might be worth it even though um, it, a single session is probably going to be fairly pricey um, depending upon where you're at. It might be worth it just to feel more comfortable going to that gym, okay? So finding a workout buddy or workout partner, um, whether that's somebody that's on your same level or somebody that has more experience than you, again, whether a friend or potentially like somebody that works at the gym can be really helpful. Some other things that you might want to think about just to help you feel more comfortable is um, if you're like me, knowing like the setup of a place can be really helpful. When I walk into someone somewhere, I want to know like, okay, where's the check-in desk? <laughs> Where do I go after doing this? Where's the bathroom? Just in case I need to like run and hide and breathe for a moment. So you might want to look into like the locker system at the gym or where what the bathroom situation is, especially if you are someone who is non-binary this could be really helpful to know do they have like a single user restroom um is it only like is it only a binary restroom system which if that's the case um i can't say for sure but i think that would likely turn you off because they're clearly not very gender inclusive but my point is just to know like the things that you know make you feel comfortable to know ahead of time look into those things one of those things might be if they have like a locker system at the gym. So is there a place that you can put all your important essential items like your phone, your keys, your wallet, etc.? You can absolutely carry around a bag with you. But if that's going to, again, make you feel more awkward, look into what that system might look like at the gym ahead of time, right? Just again, planning ahead. Planning ahead is always a good thing for us anxious Annies. <laughs> Last but not least, this one's sort of cheesy and kind of along those lines of like, everyone is welcome here. You know, the thing that I was saying annoyed me when trainers did. But I want you to think about some sort of like affirmation or mantra or something that you can tell yourself at the gym when you're there if you're feeling this intimidation coming on, right? So whatever little phrase that is, or if you are, again, just an anxious person and you have like those little keywords that you might use, plan to employ those potentially. But it could be simple as something as simple as everyone starts somewhere or there's no comparing my day one to somebody's day 
365. Or it is okay that I am uncomfortable. There is nothing wrong with feeling uncomfortable. And it's okay. Like reminding yourself that it's not always going to feel this way, right? Like that is a bit of a mindfulness principle infused in there. This idea of impermanence. Everything is always changing. Nothing stays the same, including your feelings, right? Just like happiness will come and go and feeling confident will come and go. So will this feeling of being intimidated and very nervous and not feeling welcome. Hopefully, hopefully. Big old caveat asterisk on that one. So think about something that you can tell yourself in the moment when you notice that intimidation creeping in. Whatever might work for you and you might think about, you know, literally close your eyes and visualize yourself like getting out of your car, going into the building and in that moment noticing how you're feeling and notice what like a calming response might be. But thinking ahead of ahead of time about what what phrase, what reminder can I tell myself that just helps me feel even just a snippet better or even if it doesn't help me feel better in the moment. It just reminds me that like this feeling will not be here for forever. Um, It might also be something like I feel uncomfortable, but I'm respecting my body by moving it regularly, right? So you can infuse some of these like self-respect and body image and intuitive eating ideas into the practice as well. So those are my handful of tips for combating or working with gym intimidation. Getting comfortable, extremely important. Getting comfortable with clothing, both in the way that you feel and balancing that with the way that you look, having some sort of game plan and a backup plan going in, whether that is just to walk on the treadmill or hop on one machine, having some sort of plan can be really helpful. Consider finding a workout buddy or workout partner or looking into if the gym offers any sort of like introductory session. Looking into um, the other logistics of the gym, the bathroom situation, the locker room situation, and then thinking of a phrase or a helpful reminder that you can employ when you get to the gym, when you notice those feelings of intimidation popping up that just help you feel a little bit better in the moment. I hope those four things were helpful for you. I would love to hear your experience with gym intimidation. And if you try these on for size, how they work for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of GTB. If you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. You can also share this podcast on Instagram and tag me at Give em the Bird Podcast. I will see you back here next week for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird.